The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. No! Can't remember my roommate's name. But we couldn't get into the, our, our room, and two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, here you go, let us give you a hand with that. How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Andy at Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Hello, everybody. Welcome inside the RP Show. We're at the Stage Bar, Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We welcome all 10 provinces, 31 U.S. states. It's the RP Show, live streaming on YouTube today, on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM in Atlanta. Got a very big day today, and we're going to jump right into the talk right away here. we got two great hockey guys coming down here today, Jamie McCown and Rich Sutter. Jamie in hour one, Richie in hour two. It's game day. The Buffalo Sabres are in town. Got a big game tonight. Yeah. The Moose is here. We're on stage. How about this that? is a big change. Yes, sir. It's a big change from the last time Jamie McCown was here. We were tucked in the broom closet over in the events center. <laughs> Today, we're up on the stage. We got the third camera going. Jordan, do you want to throw that, th- that third camera? Look at, look at this. This is the Jimmy Kimmel look that I was talking about. Then yeah. it just looked very David Letterman ish. Absolutely. Uh, so we finally. It only took us 18 weeks here at the Great Eagle to get it <laughs> tickety boo. So that's the deal. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we will jump into you know, an octopus there running the show. Listen, we got NHL, CFL, NFL, MLB, WHL. We got a lot of stuff to get to. So let's start with last night in the National Hockey League, and then we'll go from there. Hello, Winnipeg. Have you stopped celebrating yet? Neil Pionk scored twice. And his second came 31 seconds into overtime, lifting the Winnipeg Jets to a 4-3 win over the Colorado Avalanche Wednesday night. Sam Gagne and Cole Perfetti also scored for the Jets. Connor Hellebuck made 30 saves. I'll come back to that. There's only three games. There's just a nice amount of games yeah. to be able to analyze on a show like this. In Sunrise, my home, Carter Verhage scored twice. And Rudolph Balsers and Josh Mahura had third-period goals to help Florida beat Philadelphia 4-3, handing the Flyers their first loss. Did anybody look at the attendance for the game? I did. 
17,421. Boom. They'll support wow. a winner in South Florida. Just put a winner on the X. It's not like here or Edmonton or Winnipeg. We don't need to win <laughs> to fill the barn. But they do love the Panthers in Florida. It's a big win last night in the home opener. They've been talking about it for months. And in a feisty one in Seattle, Justin Falk scored his second goal of the game at 250 overtime, and St. Louis beat Seattle 4-3. Trust me, we're getting to the CFL and the NFL and the baseball, but we have to spend a minute on the NHL because we are in an NHL town. About these Jets, listen. It was near the end of the preseason, right on this show. You and I talked about it. They got talent there. Mm-hmm. And it's not that Paul Maurice clearly did not do a bad job. You folks tell me in Winnipeg, what was Pomo's career record there? But relationships sour. There's a shelf life. Pomo had to move on. Trust me, we're happy to have him in Florida. They're off to a great start there. And you know what? If it works out for everybody, wouldn't we all be happy? Mm-hmm. But who expected Winnipeg to go into Colorado and win last night? Not this guy. Uh, and they played the pants off Colorado early in that hockey game. And Neil Pionk, you talked about him with the two goals. I thought he was just equally as impressive defensively. There was a couple of times where one-on-one, he made some great plays on those superstars of the Avalanche coming down. He was really, really solid. And imagine, like, they don't even have Rick Bonus on the bench yet. Scott Arneal's taking all the um, duties behind the bench while, he, while uh, Rick still recovers from COVID. So they'll get him back, and that'll continue to grow the culture in Winnipeg. So big game last night. I'm smiling because you know there are people saying, why didn't we hire Scott, Scott Arneal? You well, saying now we have him. We'll just keep him. Playing, <coughs> pardon me, morning, Dion, head of security. He's got everything under control here. He wanted to know how his Bo Levi Mitchell comment went over yesterday. Very well, <laughs> except for probably with Bo. Anyways, uh, yeah, listen, just enjoy it, Winnipeg. We got the comments here from Jets fans. Patrolman Pete says, the ice win again, 4-3 over Vancouver. He says, I'm not going to lie. When I saw Pionk and company skate out against McKinnon, I was wondering what was going on. I didn't think it would end well. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, the Jets played 60 minutes of hockey, finally. No, they didn't. They played 60 minutes and 31 seconds. So let's be smart about that. We talked about keeping your eye on the ball, your eye on the puck, and maybe the Jets are doing that. This is not an indictment of Paul Maurice. I mean, I got Winnipeg media now saying, oh, how's Paul treating the the South Florida media, man? I'm like, Paul's fine. They like him down there. Can you just move on? Why do you got to trample a guy on his way out of town? So those are my thoughts from last night. Maybe we can move on. Do you have any more? No, that was the big takeaway was that Jets game. That's where I spent most of my attention. And I thought, you know what? This is, I I looked at Winnipeg and it wasn't just that they won the game, but when they went up early two nothing, and then I think three, one, um, they were skating circles around Colorado and, and they, they showed Jared Bednar and he was kind of looked like he didn't know what to do. Like it's that Stanley cup hangover. They're good. They're going to be, they're going to be fine. But there's no doubt that there's a Stanley Cup Maybe we should have put some money on the Jets last night. I didn't expect them to go into Colorado and win. By the way, we do have a live guest coming down, uh, not only on the show, but we'll have a live studio audience here. They just haven't shown up yet. I'm looking forward to those guys. Um, Before we talk about CFL dealer Nodale and the 12 games in the National Hockey League tonight, including the Buffalo Sabres here in town to take on the Flames and the Carolina Hurricanes at Edmonton, i got to say this about Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Haven't even talked to the big cheeses yet. We just rolled in, set up. They did their thing. We do. They got big shows going on. Mm -hmm. I stopped today and paid attention to who's coming here. Um, Pam, tell us this weekend. Yeah. And Lori Morgan, if you're a country fan, which I am, and I won't be here, unfortunately. Uh, Tom Cochran, we talked about the other day. (coughs) 
<laughs> the Halloween Howl, October 28th, yep. featuring Steel Panther. Darcy Oak, the illusionist, Saturday, October 29th. Same night as Flames Oilers. They'll pack both places, I'm yeah. sure. Um, great shows. The buffet yesterday. I don't know how I'm going to try and keep weight off here because it's the best ginger beef in the world. They, know, they really know how to make ginger beef in Calgary. I went to college here. They were the best ginger beef there at Mount Royal. Might be the same chef here. Can you tell the viewers about the nice lady yesterday when we were coming out of the restaurant and what she said? The one in the wheelchair? Oh, my God. Yeah, what did she say? She, uh, like, I don't really remember exactly what she said. She's but getting she wheeled towards me, and she looks up and she goes... Out of my way, too tall. Oh, and yeah. I looked down at her and I smiled and said, <laughs> you, go, you said, you know, thanks, wheels. And she <laughs> right. rolled by and she went, laughed on the way by. And then he thought we knew each other. Uh, I, I didn't know. I thought you guys did. I no. thought it, the way the interaction went is I thought you guys known each other and seen each other, you know, twice a week for like all 17 weeks you've been here. No. This Brandy. lady was coming along and her husband, I assume, was pushing her in the wheelchair and she's like, out of the way, too tall. And I'm like, <laughs> no problem, wheels. <laughs> And away we went. We're having a great time. It's the best deal in the world. We're living and staying in a casino resort. I got a gym. I got a hot tub. I got a pool. got a buffet. Mm-hmm. Very grateful. Thank you very much, Calgary. We love it here. Thank you for being so nice. We're brought to you in part by Edo Japan. With freshly made food and high-quality ingredients, Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. we got to pick it up here. We're halfway through segment one, and then you're going to adjourn, and you'll be done for the day. Yeah. Jamie McCallum will join us here. Um, Canadian Football League deal or no deal, we do it every week for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, uh, where I will give the betting lines as put up forth by their odds makers. Darren decides if he's going to take the bet or not. So Friday night, the week opens. Ottawa and Hamilton, if it matters to you, I read the game notes. Orlando Steinauer and Dane Evans have never lost Ottawa. Never. Ever. Uh, Hamilton's favored by six at home. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. Uh, Friday night, the late game, BC Lions at Edmonton Elks. Lions got a win, as you know. Elks are eliminated. BC favored by seven on the road. Deal or no deal? No deal. Last game of the year for the Elks. They'll have some pride. They'll play with pride. Toronto at Montreal. Alouette's favored by a point and a half at home. I'll take that deal. Yeah, Al's at home. I'll take it. And Calgary at Saskatchewan. Stan Peters favored by 2.5. Uh, I'll take that deal as well. I'll take that deal. You think a Stamps going to win? 2.5 is not a big enough spread. I think, I, you know, with the Riders and their quarterback turmoil and all of this and all of a sudden randomly deciding to start another quarterback, it feels like I thought the spread would have been more like 5.5 and, and pushing a touchdown. So at 2.5, I think you have to take Calgary. Um, the CFL fans have shown up for the talk. We're going to be talking all NHL the rest of the way with Jamie McCown and Rich Sutter. So let's get into it right now. On Tuesday, the Riders said they gave Cody Fajardo a vet day so he didn't have to practice. Wednesday, they came right out and said, we're benching him this week and going with Mason Fine. It really smacks of it. doesn't look like they know what they're doing. For one, I got a phone call just before the show. Darren was privy to it. Guy said, here's the deal. Riders know what they have in Fajardo. They know what they have. Clearly, they don't think they can win with him in this must-win game Saturday. So they're thinking, let's just go with Mason Fine and see what we could do, what he can do. And if he wins, it saves their jobs. and. They have their quarterback moving forward. I don't know. They're scapegoating Cody Fajardo. That's what I see. Are my blinders on? And am I too much? Do I love the guy? Yeah. The mask's off, okay? My loyalty to Cody might be clouding my judgment. But they're going to set probably Saturday night a single-season record for sacks allowed. But Cody Fajardo's the problem and the reason they can't win. Uh, in 2019, when he threw for 5,000 yards and was the division MVP, he didn't hold on to the ball too long then. 
It, but he's the problem, I guess. So, we'll, so we sit and we wait and we see how this turns out. What's your take? We're going to sit and wait and see how it turns out for sure. I mean, if you don't trust your quarterback, he shouldn't be playing for you. And if Jason Moss and by extension, Craig Dickinson and Jeremy O'Day and everybody else in the organization, if they don't trust Cody to win the football game, you can't have him under center. So it doesn't mean you trust Mason fine anymore, but it's, it's a mess and teams going into the playoffs or, or making the playoffs and trying to win great cups. Don't have these kind of confusions and, and messes on the last two weeks of the season. James and board Manitoba says RP show. Let's go. Thank you. From Kevin, the medium. He says, mmm, buffet. I, Kevin, I don't think we're going to. He's coming for the lunch. I, I was hoping to have butter chicken in the Blaze Bar. But you're the guest. You decide. Um, John in Winnipeg says, Paul Maurice. All-time record in Winnipeg with 600 games, 315 wins, 223 losses, and 62 ties. That's well above 500. Has there ever? There, you can't tell me there's been a coach with a better record in Winnipeg than that. Right? So, and maybe it'll no. be Rick Bonus in his second time around. But again, let's not trample Pomo. He took him as far as he could. They had some great playoff runs. This time was up. So I, ho- I wish him well in Florida, and I wish uh, the Winnipeg Jets well under Scott O'Neill and Rick Bonus and whomever they decide to coach there. Anything else? No. Before great. we move on? Okay, but we're covering it well today, aren't we? Absolutely. Our uh, CFL and Rough Riders coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Tell Camco we're talking about them, guys. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. NBA, I can't believe how many people want us to talk NBA. I'm here for it. I'm just a little surprised. Pascal Siakam had 23 points and 11 rebounds before fouling out. OG Ananobi scored 10 of his 18 points in the fourth quarter, and Toronto beat Cleveland on opening night. What was it? 108-105. My favorite Raptor, Gary Trent, had 19 points. We're giving people what they want. But for our listeners in Atlanta on the radio right now, where they very closely follow the Jets, formerly the Atlanta Thrashers, DeJounte Murray had 20 points and five steals to lead our Atlanta Hawks past Houston 117-107. Trey Young, I can get behind that guy. He cool. (laughs) He had 23 points and 13 assists for the Hawks last night. So there's your NBA update. Um... Point five, Thursday night football tonight, New Orleans Saints at Arizona Cardinals. Both teams, two and four. A lot of pressure on Kyler Murray there for good reason. Get him $45 million a year. Cardinals favored by 2.5 at Bet Regal. Deal yeah, or no deal? Yeah, I'll take that deal. Um, the Cardinals have to win. I think they're, they're, the, they're one team that's better than their record right now in the NFL. So I think the Cardinals. I think it's going to be a great game, but I'm going to beat the Sabres and the Flames. So uh, you'll have to take, I'll have to take your word for it. Uh, By the way, we're brought to you in part by Manscaped. They're the best in men's below the waist grooming, Manscaped. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They got a new package out there, the performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off, free shipping, and free worldwide shipping with the code RPSHOW20 at manscaped.com. I'm still working with the last one they sent me. They just sent a new one, and it's actually better. Wow. I can't believe it. I wouldn't steer you wrong. RPSHOW20 is the promo code or yours today at manscaped.com. I can't believe how well we're doing here. Two quick last points. Um, MLB. 
Uh, a sibling rivalry is underway in the NLCS, uh, as you probably watched last night. Catcher Austin Nola sparked the Padres offense with an RBI single off his younger brother Aaron Nola en route to San Diego's 8-5 win over the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 2 of the NLCS last night. The series is 1-1, and over in the ALCS... Justin Verlander was throwing smoke. He struck out 11 batters. The Houston Astros beat the Yankees 4-2. And uh, what, that series now 1-1. No, 1-0. That was game one. Yeah. So that's the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Four teams are left in the MLB playoffs. Who are you cheering for? Yankees, Astros, Padres, or Phillies? Capital Automall has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies, including and also the state of California. I said Padres. They have never won. They got a cool vibe going on down there. But I'm voting for the Padres. How about you? Yeah, I think that's the viewer's choice, too. I was checking the Twitter results early, and early on. It was the Padres yep. in a landslide. and um, Because they've never won. I think we love that underdog story. The Phillies is cool, too, because it's been a while. But I don't, you know, the Yankees are the big bad Yankees. And the Astros have been there, and they had the scandal and stuff. So I think whatever team comes out of the National League, we'll be cheering for uh, they got a cool vibe going on down there. It's America's finest city. You should have come down to San Diego with us at Super Bowl. It, we went down there, and it was it's such a great town. Everybody's cheering for the Padres, so keep it going. And point six B, very quickly, the Canadian Elite Basketball League introduced its newest franchise Wednesday, the Calgary Surge, formerly the Guelph Nighthawks. They've moved the franchise. The logo's up at rodpeterson.com right now if you want to have a look at it. I guess they chose the color red because all Calgary teams are red. How about that? Yeah, somebody decided long ago. I like the name Surge. You said you like the name Surge. Or as they say in Quebec, Savage. Uh, Lee, our COO, doesn't like it. I'm outing Lee. He said he doesn't like the name Surge. Okay. Well, he named all the other teams. He did. The Rattlers, the Stingers, the Bandits. I said, you favor a team with an S on the end of it. Yeah. Darren and I don't. That's right. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. See you at lunch. You bet. Jamie McCowan joins us on stage Next, here at the Stage Bar, this has been the warm-up, and you are watching the RP Show, Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, on your southern home for sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. How about that? Let's go. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
You're looking live at the beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. What a beautiful day for a hockey game. The Buffalo Sabres are in town tonight. And we're switching gears if we're doing that at all. You see Jamie McCowan joining us. He has 1,128 NHL games, two Stanley Cup championships, the Flames, the Leafs, and the Detroit Red Wings. And uh, on a game day, he joins us here with a lot to talk about. Jimmy, welcome back. Thank you very much. Much more plush surroundings than the last time. Tell our viewers, you were slumming it last time we were here. Well, I got here the first time, and I couldn't find the place because they had you hidden in a closet somewhere. And then, in order for me to hear you, I had this little three-foot-long <laughs> hearing piece. Yeah, it's true. And uh, but this one, this is plush. This is like uh, big like time, nighttime. Uh, you know, one of the big wigs now is like Johnny Carson, sort of. <laughs> that's, thing. that's right, yeah. Johnny Carson or Jimmy Carson, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I got to tell you something. We would you mind giving Curtis Glencross and all your Flames alumni the kudos they deserve for what you were part of yesterday? Sounds awesome. You know, it's it's kind of one of these things where you, you say it so often, you think everybody must know it. But uh, you know, uh, there's two things that are happening. Yesterday, we were up uh, in Red Deer, uh, and Curtis ha- and his family, his mom and dad, and the whole crew put it together, and his wife, and we had a little mini hockey tournament uh, at the college, and so four teams, and each team had either five or six NHL players and uh, had some real fun there. And then you get a couple hours off, have a beer or not, whatever you want to do. And then we went and did poker. And, uh, and they play until, you know, 1030 at night and play poker and make some big money. But uh, they raised so much money. And, I, and I'm trying to think of what he said last night. I think they've raised like $5 million wow. doing these things uh, over the last 10 years. And, uh, and uh, the government of Canada actually... Uh, awarded Curtis, uh, and I apologize, I can't remember the, the name of the, the coin, it's like the, the Queen Elizabeth yeah. 70th anniversary coin sort of thing for people that are outstanding and doing things uh, for charity, and, and he got one, he didn't know it was coming, and uh, obviously a bit of a tear there, but uh, he's done a great job, and, and actually on November the 10th, we're having a toast for Lanny McDonald, like if everybody remembers who Lanny is, and uh, kind of celebrating his life a little bit of what he's done in the past, and I said to his wife, uh, we're going to do a toast to Lanny. And he, she said some choice words to me and said, it better not be a toast. It better be a roast. <laughs> so I'm sick and tired <laughs> of Lanny. Uh, how do you roast Lanny? I don't think oh, you can. Wow. We'll find some way. We'll, uh, we'll manscaping. We'll, we'll talk about that. Jake's like, mustache. You know, can you imagine? Well, you know what? I, I totally off topic. I played some hockey with some old timers. And a lot of the older guys in their late 50s, 60s, uh, there's not a lot of manscaping going on. And there was a couple guys went by. It was like a Chia Pet walking by. Can't do whatever that. they whatever you're getting there from manscapers, they need that. They should all get it. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, man, <laughs> great to see you, Jamie. This is great stuff. But I got to ask you something. Flames game the other night. Um, how, do you go to all the games? I uh, try to go to f- a fair amount of them. It's, yeah, uh, it, but it's tough. It's, you know, you're, you're busy. You're selling real yeah. estate. You're doing well there. I do a little bit. But yeah. My point is, I saw Tim Hunter at the game. I saw Lanny at the game. They just got a with this team now, and I've only been here a year, so I don't know what it was like before this. But the, just the vibe amongst the franchise and the alumni—it's a big party, and everybody's happy. It's a great game. 
Has it always been like that, or has something come together and changed? Well, you know what? The last few years, it's really come together. And uh, as far as the alumni, I can't say enough about them. I mean, we do so many things uh, on behalf of people in, you know, southern Alberta, you know, in northern Alberta when we're sharing uh, sharing the stage with the Euler alumni. And, uh, you know, you mentioned a couple of guys. Tim Hunter, he finally retired from hockey. You know, he's doing, doing coaching for so many years. And he's really enjoyed it. And now suddenly he's gone. He's everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. But like guys like Mike Civic, who wasn't a hockey player, but obviously with the NHL for so many years, I'm thinking it was like 22 years or something. Um, he's part of our alumni. So we, we do a lot of charity events and we try to raise money and we try to pe- make people happy. And, and everything that we do reflects upon the Calgary Flames, of course. So we have a good working relationship with them now. And uh, um, I'm not saying we did in the past, but, you know, they're busy trying to, you know, stay alive and make money. And yeah. you, you go back, uh, you know, a, a decade or so ago, a few of the Canadian teams were, like, struggling a little bit. And uh, and they kind of tapped on some of the uh, alumni, including Lanny McDonald, of course. And uh, the alumni and, and Lanny with, uh, leading the charge really helped uh, the Flames. And in return, the Flames are really helping the alumni. And now it's a, it's just a great uh, synergy. I see it, man. It's awesome. It's positive. And, yeah. But Lanny did tell me the story as far as his was, that he got a call from the team. And they're like, we need you back, Lanny. You're the soul of this outfit. Well, it didn't I- take much. No, no. I mean, and it's like he does yeah. everything. And he, and last night when we were talking about you know, this thing for Curtis Glenn Cross and this and Ronald McDonald House up there in, in Red Deer, um, one of the gentlemen there said, you know, I don't think everybody remembers this, but 1984, Lanny was like one of the guys on the board that helped start the Ronald McDonald House in, in Alberta. And uh, but like he's he was part of the Special Olympics back in the, you know the late 70s in Toronto. I mean. That's just who he is, and that's how his family is. And uh, so when we came in as youngsters, you know, full of piss and vinegar, thinking we know everything about everything, uh, we, you know, we had a chance to, to see it in action. And, like, Lanny's spending half an hour extra signing autographs. Well, we've already gone up to our hotel room, and we're still looking out the window, seeing Lanny sign and We're going, like, doesn't stop. why the hell is he signing? Like, what's he doing? He, like, he's our star. And, and, and you know, like, hey, maybe, it, it, like, Fame is fleeting, right? And, uh, you know, for a while there, you kind of hate it. But then when it's gone, for most people, it's gone. For Lanny, it's never going to be gone. And, uh, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I tried to instill in my kids. And it's things I've learned from my my relationship with Lanny and, and some of the other guys in the NHL from before me. And uh, hopefully that passes down to my kids and they all turn yeah. out to be good. Two-time Stanley Cup champion Jamie McCown is with us here at the Stage Bar, Great Eagle. And before I turn our attention to this year's Flames, every time I have you on, I have to tell you that Winnipeg is number five, I think. Number four for viewership for this. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you refresh my memory why they hate you so much and still do? Oh, I'm such a goal scorer. That's, what, <laughs> That's <laughs> I funny. Guess, I got too many goals You have some there. drinks down there? Before. Yeah, there was like, maybe four goals in, in 12 years. You know, you know. Uh, unfortunately, Dale Howard Chuck. Uh, you know, oh, unfortunately for me, Dale Howard Chuck at the time was, uh, you know, he was right there with Wayne Gretzky as the best player in in, in the league, and uh, and at, and in some games he was definitely better, the best player in the league. And uh, what people don't realize is, I mean, uh, fast forward, he came in on me uh, around the blue line. I went to hit him. Typically in that in that era, there was a lot of hacking and whacking going on, a lot of cross-checking going on, and I cross-checked him, but I assumed I'd just be cross-checking his body, and, you know, he'd kind of bounce off a little bit, and I'd slow him down and hopefully stop him from going to the net. 
what he decided that he was going to hop around me and kind of raised his arm up and tried and thought he was somehow going lateral, but he didn't. He just went straight at me. And I so I, when I went to cross check him, I broke uh, two or three ribs, and that kind of ended the hopes for the uh, Winnipeg Jets winning the cup that year. And uh, to this day, I have people still comment on me and on uh, social media or. Like, you know, like, was it three years ago? We were at the uh, Stampede, and two people behind us in a line are, are talking about me, and they're using, you know, swear words. Not and, well, and, yeah. not nicely. Yeah. And they're going, is that, is, that, is that who that we think that is? And like, we should kick him out, you know, his ass, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm with my wife there, and she goes, all right, do I have to get involved in this? Like, what's going on here? But it happens all the time. What people from Winnipeg don't realize is that I uh, had a chance to, to meet him, like, a year later, one-on-one for... Uh, a good talk, and he apologized to me because he knew the amount of heat that I took from it, and, uh, and he realized, like, I, I don't know what I was doing. It was just stupid. I just jumped right at you. I knew you were going to cross-check me, and the rest is history. Did you think it would last this long? <laughs> the hate? Man, people don't give up uh, on these things easily. No, I mean, it's still, it still goes on all the time, and, and uh, I'm not sure I said the same story, but about four years ago, I was at a little junior game, and a guy I know from my, uh, from my neighborhood uh, shows up, and I, I say, hey, come on over and sit down. He sits down with me, and I, I go, who's that? Is that? It looks like your brother or something. I go, yeah. I go, call him over. He won't come over. I, I go, and I just look at him. Winnipeg? Yeah, he still lives in Winnipeg. He was visiting for Christmas, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't be seen with me. He wouldn't talk to me. He wouldn't come anywhere near me. But that's the passion of uh, sports and the passion of hockey. Well, I guess the great thing is, you don't look any different. Lanny doesn't look any different. Tim certainly doesn't look any different. Uh, so, and that's, it's awesome. It's funny what you say about Tim being retired finally. Tim Hunter we're talking about is the live studio show. Morning. Uh, I think if he got a call, he'd go coach right now. I'm pretty sure that he would. You know what? I'm not going to say he wouldn't. But, you know, <laughs> uh, like if they say, well, in the NHL, like if they said, hey, only you're, NHL. Yeah, you're yeah. going to go back down to the minors somewhere where you're riding buses. I don't think he would do that. I think he's, I think he's 63 now or 62. Anyway, he's great so shape. He, he's had, yeah, he's in great, great shape. A little bow legged, but great shape. And uh, uh, he probably would because he's got that itch. And uh, you know, some people really have it. And you, you see guys, you go like, that guy's still around. Like, where where has he been? And he, and you realize he's gone to like 12 teams in in 15 years because he just can't let it go. Um, I let it go. Like, I had no problem with it. Like, the, the being on the road, it's a long time to be on the road, be away from your family and all that sort of stuff. And, and you, and you got to have great family because they realize, especially when you're an assistant coach, you're gone like 12, 14 hours a day. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a, it, well, the wives are really the, the heroes in that. It's not for everybody, but I wouldn't be a real estate agent, so kudos to you. Your <laughs> phone's on all the time showing I couldn't do sales. I'd be, are you in or are you out? You're in sales right now. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I know what you mean. Hey, be, before we break, just a second here. I feel the Flames are the number one team in the NHL, and I can back it up. I said it before the season, and now they've beaten Colorado, Edmonton, and Vegas. Do you think they are? I think they're better than they were last year. And, you know, you saw how they finished last year. Um, you know, there used to be an old saying, and this, this is not a slight to Johnny Goudreau, because he's obviously a very talented player. But we used to have a saying that any time that you can put a player on the ice, that you don't need to put another player on the ice to protect, right? That's, that's a good player. And Johnny's one of those guys, especially during the regular season, he can perform and he can shine. 
come playoffs, when it gets a little bit more physical, a little bit tougher, you know, and I, I'm just saying this because I was 6'2", and I wasn't 5'6", or whatever the heck he is, um, that's got to be tough for him in the playoffs. And uh, obviously, he didn't perform the way they were hoping for in, in the last season. And then when he left, it was, it was kind of devastating, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, the result was, like I said, I've talked to, you know, uh, Dana Merzen and Joel Otto and you know, all my guys. Every single person says the same thing. We're a better team now than we were last year. So, to your point, are we the best? I don't know, but we're definitely up there. You're pretty darn good last year. Yeah. And now this, and they're playing that way. So, what do you expect tonight of the, in this Buffalo game? Who, say, was just beat the Orders 4-2 the other night. Yeah, you know, I think everybody's, I mean, the whole league is still kind of feeling themselves out. They've got players uh, that are getting a chance to play that maybe haven't had a chance in the past. You've got stars that didn't play their best last year that are really coming out of their, I was going to say their shell, but they're really, you know, performing at the point where uh, they were drafted for. And um, I think maybe more so than ever, any team can beat any team. And if the Calgary Flames take a a period off and, uh, and, and uh, maybe more importantly, their goaltending is subpar, they're going to get beat. Um, but when they have you know, average goaltending or, or better, uh, in most games, they're going to be the dominant team. Flames, Lease, and Wings great Jamie McCown's with us. If you've got questions, fire them our way. The text line's open, 902-518-3033. We'll be right back to Gray Eagle after this timeout. We're streaming today, YouTube uh, Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We're live at Great Eagle Event Center. We're at the Stage Bar live studio audience. I'm not sure who we'll have coming down here tomorrow, but it doesn't matter. Tomorrow never comes. Today, it's Jamie McCown. In hour one and in hour two, it's NHL 13-year veteran Rich Sutter. And we'll get to your questions and comments in a moment. But Sabres in town tonight. We talked a bit about that game. Jamie said it. You could lose on any given night to any given team in the NHL. Ask the Leafs who lost to Arizona the other night. Do you have a take on the Leafs, your uh, former club? You must. Um, incredibly talented. Um, the biggest problem with Toronto, and it's always been, is that there's so much media there, right? They, they had so much coverage. And, you know, like Jack Campbell, right, you know, he's a pretty good goalie. But the second he'd have, like, a couple games that weren't, you know, top-notch, the media would be all over him. And I think what's happened there uh, time and time again they're they're walking on eggshells sometimes, and then as soon as something goes wrong, it's like oh, it's like I'm just going to play for myself. You know, I'm play. I've got to get my point, or I got to get my goal. Uh, you know, whatever it is they got to do, and uh, and and at at times, you know, because you know they're they're definitely a very talented team. At times, they don't play as a team, and uh, this is from a guy who wasn't the 50 goal scorer, but you know played on teams that were you know, everybody shared my best example of that is stevie eisman and sergey fedorov you know shanahan all playing in detroit i mean they had other talented players as well 
And Eisenman's getting like 140 points a year, something crazy. I, you'll have to check on that. And they go in and tell him, listen, we don't need you to be the 140-point the guy. We need you to be like the 80, 90-point guy and spread it all around and show everybody how to play the game. And suddenly, after that happened, Detroit became uh, like a, a powerhouse. And, you ha- and what do you have in Toronto? You have... You know, at any given day, you ask any fan, you know, tell me about Toronto. They're going to mention two or three players every single time. Where in Detroit, they'd be mentioning, you know, McGratton, or not McGratton, they'd be mentioning uh, McCarty. The, the, the McCarty and the grind line, you know, the guys that aren't getting 100 points and stuff. So it, it's, it's almost impossible to do, but, you know, it's, but it is a problem in Toronto is that they got to become more of a team. And, uh, you know, the, the leaders, if you want to call it, uh, like Tavares, I think, has been a pretty good leader, although he's had some health issues. You know, if, they, if everybody acted a little bit more like Tavares and a little bit more humble, maybe, is, I don't know if that's the right word for it, and spread all the, the, the you know, the genuflecting to everyone else as well, uh, I think the team would do better. When I saw Mitch Marner blowing kisses to the crowd the other night in Toronto in the third period, I thought, you guys got big problems. But enough about that. From our viewers, we've got a few questions here. Uh, that was after they got booed off the ice, and then he scores and he's blowing kisses to your own crowd. That's what you're talking about. Be humble. Ken Friedman watching and says, I was at game seven in Detroit when Nikolai Borchevsky scored in overtime. It felt like the Leafs had won the Stanley Cup. John in Edmonton says, Jamie, what do you think about the Calgary Flames arena talk starting back up for a third time? Uh, well, you know, I was at that game in Detroit, okay, then, yeah. and uh, the arena issue has been um, a classic case of the, you know, get political, the left versus the right. You know, the, the right is more like, hey, let the business guys, you know, get in there, and, and but give us a little help. I mean, we're helping the city out, and, and then the left is all about, let's build a library that uh, seven people a day go to, right? Like, you know, that's, they spent $250 million on a library. Nobody goes to it, right? Like, and, but it's, it's good for the city. And so the mayor comes in right away, kiboshes the arena. Um, and I know this for a fact. The Flames and the mayor are talking. They, come, they realize they're not going forward. So they say, let's just have a joint statement and we'll put it out in, you know, in two or three hours, let's make sure we word it right so that we can go forward from there in, you know, maybe in six weeks. The mayor immediately puts it out there. Flames, you know, CSEC, bails on arena, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, like, what are you doing? Like, it's your first week as a mayor and you're pissing off half the people in the city. And uh, so anyways, now they're talking about it. They're hoping. The reality is this. The Calgary Flames, because it costs so much to operate uh, the NHL, I mean, any NHL team now, you know, what are your, it's like $120 million a year. I'm, I'm making that up. I have no idea. $120 million a year, uh, Canadian at least. It's um, just a payroll. Yeah, well, there you go. So maybe it's <laughs> yeah. 140. So the idea that, uh, you know, we can compete with the rest of the league uh, when some of these new arenas have like, you know, 100 boxes and all this other stuff that goes on, they can't. The, the, the simple fact is CSEC at some point would have to leave. I mean, Calgary Sports and Entertainment would have to pull, pull up stakes if there's not an arena built. They don't want to. The owners are great people. They want to stay. But, you know, like up in Edmonton, I'm not sure you know this, but in Edmonton, uh, the owners paid like $25 million 
for their arena. Out of their own pocket, yeah. 25 out of his own pocket. Out of his own pocket. Yeah. And, and also, they got uh, the rights to all the land around it to build. So he sold it off to his buddies. He probably made $100 million on the project. Where our guys, when I say our guys, our owners, I think, and I'm not on the inside of it, but they were willing to pay like almost $400 million towards it. And at the end, it was like, hey, you need to pay another uh, $17 million so we can collect the rainwater. And we're like, what? Like, rain falls. Like, we're right beside the river. The water will go to the river. But we, you know, that's what they said. Environmental stuff, yeah. Just ridiculous. I think you'd agree, though, it helps to have a winning team with the push to get a new rink. So this is a good time to be It is a good time. And, yeah, yeah, if we were uh, Arizona, I mean, look at what they're doing. They're playing in a 5,000-seat arena right now, and uh, no one really cares. And um, Calgary, I mean, I think... The way Brad Trilliven has uh, performed, you know, everybody talks about the players. He's done an incredible job given the, 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 the stuff that happened to him, especially this last year. And we've got a good team. We've got some good young players. We've got some good old players. And uh, I think we have two really good goalies. So, like I said earlier, earlier to our interview, you know, are we in the top, uh, top team in the league? I think we're in the top five for sure. And if we stay injury-free, we have a real chance at going at the cup. <sighs> One game at a time, as you know, yep. uh, Buffalo Sabres tonight. We talked, I don't know how I should frame this, about your era versus this era, how the players are treated, the money. Because <laughs> as a fan, and I call myself a fan, I just see it as the same as back then. Well, you're telling me it's nowhere near the same as back then, and it's not. No, I mean, well, I mean, and, and good for them. I mean, when I say for them, it's good, good for everybody. The, the owners are making more money. The teams are worth more money. Um, like when we won the cup in 89, somebody told me this, I might be a little bit off, but the, the complete salary budget was like $6.9 million. The whole team. The whole team. And I think that was Canadian. I'm not sure, but you know, somebody will have to correct me on that. And now, I mean, it's a, you know, a 90 million US. So big difference. The teams are making more money. That's why you're paying $10 for a beer versus two bucks. Um, Guys, you know, and, and I'm not blaming anybody, but guys that are playing now, they don't realize how easy it is now. I mean, when I was on the road, like especially playing in the West, uh, Mel Bridgman was my first roommate. And Mel said, this road trip that we're on is longer than I've been on the road ever. One road trip. We were gone for like, I think it was 12 days. And he was playing for Philadelphia. They don't have one Western swing, and the Western swing would be like seven days, and everything else, they'd just go back home. And uh, we, we had two, uh, we always had a roommate, and I actually loved the idea of having a roommate. We always got out of the hotels. We would go to see museums. I mean, it's hard to believe. We'd go and see museums. We'd go see, you know, different things uh, in the different cities. So it was, it was fun. And uh, nowadays, uh, the players tend to be bothered maybe a little bit more, or they think they're bothered more, and they have their own room. You know, they fly in a private jet, you know, all those things. And, and the private jet is actually a great idea because I don't know how many times you'd be sitting there with your pants down because you're icing your groins and you'd be sitting beside an old lady, right, who's going like, so uh, you come here often? Right? Like, how about like, that? What are, you, what are you doing? Well, <laughs> oh, I just uh, hurt no. myself and, uh, and we're off to our next game. Yeah, you're black and blue. <laughs> and we're, yeah, you're black eye. You're, you're dripping blood sometimes because the doctors weren't anywhere. And... Uh, <laughs> But, I mean, that part, the, the planes, I, I really like the idea of that because you're paying $10 million for a player. You, you want him at 100% he, or the, as best shape he can possibly be for every game. And sometimes, like, 
I always remember this one time we were in a snowstorm in Boston, and it was the end of our of our trip, and it had been like you know an eight or nine game trip or something, and we got got home to the hotel around one just because it was snow snowed in. We left for, at four o'clock for the airport. I think what's it called, Logan Airport there, and we flew to Chicago. I had like a six hour layover in Chicago, and then we finally got home to Calgary. It was like fourteen hours of travel. And we get there, and the Calgary Herald and the Sun have the same thing. Flames have day off, right? Like, it's like, it was a long day. It was as tough as a hockey game. And then we were wearing our suit and ties the whole time, right? Because you always had to have your tie done up. And it was like, six hours in a, an airport? Like, like come That's on. That's another thing. They're in track suits now. You They're in track suits. Traveling, yeah, for sure. I don't know if I agree with the track suits, but, uh, like, one thing that's, that's really changed, I've noticed, and you mentioned the kissing to the crowd and stuff, it just seems like... Can you not just score a goal and say, yeah, hey, and, and you know, acknowledge your, your teammate? Now everything's like a, a, a presentation. Like, it reminds me of basketball where every single shot, you know, you, they zoom on to the guys that aren't playing, and they're all like, oh, my God, it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. Like, uh, it's hilarious. Well, Jamie, I'm going to let you go. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, will I see you at the game tonight? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I, oh, no, I'm not. I'm Your doing some more charity decision? stuff tonight. Oh, okay, good from for you. From 6 to 9, so I will, I'll miss this one, but hopefully the next one. All right, how about a hand for Jamie McCown, guys, if you don't mind. Jamie McCown showing up here, yes. two-time Stanley Cup champion. We'll be back with a sports update. Rich Sutter in Hour 2. It's the RP Show, streaming today on YouTube Live and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You are looking live at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Although, for tonight, that might be the Saddle Dome. There's a good look at what's going on around here. There, Darren, smile. You're on camera. Kevin, too. You can't see it, but there you go. See? A live look in here of our uh, second home. And we'll get to, as I mentioned, viewer takeover here, viewer comments in a second. We went a little long with Jamie McCown, and I know you won't care because he was such a great guest. But here's what's going on elsewhere. In Langley, B.C., Wednesday night, a goal and an assist from Connor Geeky lifted the Winnipeg Ice to a 4-3 win over the Vancouver Giants in the dub. In Kelowna, Carson Bjarnason stopped all 29 shots he faced as Brandon blanked Kelowna 3-0. Up in Red Deer, Ben King scored twice and contributed an assist as Red Deer down Calgary 5-2 in the Centrium. And in Lethbridge, Brandon Lazowski put away the game-winning goal 16-39 into the second period as the Saskatoon Blades topped Lethbridge 3-2. A busy night of NHL action tonight with 12 games on the slate. The Canadiens host the Arizona Coyotes. The Maple Leafs entertain the Dallas Stars. Later, the Vancouver Canucks wrap up a five-game road swing against the Minnesota Wild. The Oilers take on Carolina. And the Buffalo Sabres are here in Calgary. The nightcap, we'll see the Winnipeg Jets finish off a back-to-back against the Golden Knights in Vegas. And when we say uh, back-to-back, they played last night with that surprising OT win in Colorado. I mean, come on, Winnipeg. Even you're surprised the Jets won in Colorado. Neil Pionk, second of the game, 31 seconds into overtime, ended it. A night off for the Toronto Raptors tonight after a season-opening win 
Wednesday, Pascal Siakam put up a 23 points and 11 rebounds as the Raptors topped the visiting Cleveland Cavaliers 108-105. For the benefit of our Atlanta listeners, the Hawks won, as they generally do, 117-107 at home to Houston. Uh, tonight in the NBA, only two games. The Milwaukee Bucks face the 76ers in Philadelphia, and the Clippers face the Lakers at Crypto.com Arena. Week 7 of the NFL season kicks off tonight with a matchup between a pair of 2-4 and four teams. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals host the New Orleans Saints. The Cards are looking to turn things around at State Farm Stadium, where they've lost 8 straight at home, if you can believe. This sports update for Edo Japan with freshly made food and high-quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. Last minute of play in hour one. Has anybody seen hide nor hair of Rich Sutter? The last time he came in, it was in the middle of the top of the hour news break, as we said, the break. Remember, he's waving his arms like this. Everybody was cheering ah, for Rich Sutter. That happened, Kevin. How about that? Well, we could do the walk-in. Yeah. To the text line, Todd watching in Red Deer. Hey, Rod. Great that you continue to talk about mental coaches for all walks of life. Very important message. Preach, brother. Preach. People need to know there is help out. You should take your mental health at least as seriously as your physical health. One day you'll realize it. Hopefully before it's too late. Um, I'll get to the rest of the comments coming back next hour. I'm sure Richie's got to be around here somewhere. We'll be back after this. YouTube and WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.